Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. How's it going, man? Good. Good. I, I'm really excited for this episode because it's it's post-Thanksgiving and it is pre-the Game Awards. So there's a lot of exciting buzz in the air about what could be coming. Oh, yeah. We're buzzing. <laughs> Um, not, not buzzing during Thanksgiving like we thought we would. We missed Rachel at the Thanksgiving celebration Indeed. this year. So, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited because I got a game on Black Friday that I, uh, definitely wouldn't have gotten a couple weeks ago. And uh, I'm excited to talk about that. But first, I do want to talk about Black Friday. Seth, what did you get on Black Friday? Since that, that was a that was a topic last week, the best. It was deals. a topic. Um. Well, I bought a shirt. Nice. Yeah, I haven't worn it yet, hmm. but I do have it. I haven't washed it either, so I might not wear it tomorrow or anything. Uh, but I did buy the one thing that I said I was most interested in, which was Dragon Quest Eleven. Yes. On, let, me, let me get the... Uh... Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. Oh, I didn't know there was a tagline to that game, actually. Yeah, they, they all have weird taglines. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know why. And and the uh, so far, the subtitle seems to have no bearing on the game. Hmm. But I'm sure I'll get to it. Now, um, are Dragon yeah, Quest games, uh, and maybe I'm a bad gamer for not knowing this, are Dragon Quest games like Final Fantasy games where each story has nothing to do with the other one? Or Well, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> oh, no, this is your first one? Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you feel like you have, you're missing anything? Uh, not really. All right. We'll, we'll get more into that after the Black Friday segment i guess um i i kind of went a little more all out than you yeah um, you did only only because you but like all the things you you didn't get one of the games you thought you were gonna get um and sadly I didn't get one of the games i usually get yeah because you, i you, had information which turned out to be wrong right so i did pick up i got assassin's creed odyssey and I also got Starlink, like I said I would. Which, by the way, Seth, the R wing is beautiful, and oh, yeah, the 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 holder for the Joy Cons makes a perfect stand for it. It doesn't topple over easily at all. It so it's a nice centerpiece. I haven't even played the game yet. I've just looked at the R wing and admired its beauty, really. Um, I need to play, I'll probably play it in this coming week, but I've been inundated with other things. Yeah. I also got, let's see, what was the other game? Lego Incredibles. I mainly got that for Marianne, so she will play that eventually, I'm sure. And I got Red Dead Redemption 2, mainly because I, I was just feeling it. I thought... You know, a lot of my friends have been telling me that's really good, and maybe my opinions were off base on how, like, the articles that came out about how complex it was. And 
I was reading a bunch of Kotaku articles about the weird stuff in it. You know how, I mean, you didn't play Grand Theft Auto V, but I'm sure we talked about it a little bit that it had a bunch of weird, neat things in it, like aliens and stuff like that. Yeah. There, there is stuff like that in Red Dead 2, apparently. And so I'm excited to find some of that and go looking for it. Your brother found a witch's cauldron that he drank a potion out of, and it transported him pretty far across the map. And, and he just woke up naked, I think. He was telling me it was, it was weird. Um, so it's... it's <laughs> I'm excited to find the weird stuff in it, and I'll I'll talk about how much I've I've enjoyed it even in a little bit, but yeah, that's that's all I got. It was it was a very weird Black Friday year because it seemed like once we got into the stores, there wasn't that many good sales in there, um, at least games wise, and I I don't know why it felt that way. Maybe it's because of my lack of interest in some of it, like I. I don't have too much interest in playing the new Tomb Raider necessarily. Right. And I mean, I've, I've played like I, most of my other gets like I played Far Cry five. So I probably would have picked that up on black Friday if I hadn't bought it for $60. And uh, I'm, I, really, I'm not sure about that. I but... might, I might've enjoyed it more if I bought it for less than $60. Yeah. That's also, true. uh, and I, I definitely would have enjoyed God of War more if I hadn't paid $60 for it. But, yeah, I I definitely get, didn't get as much as I thought I wanted to, but I also held back on getting Dragon Quest XI because you got it, which was my strategy last year with Persona 5, and I still haven't borrowed that from you. So I need to. You're right. But I do want to get into, literally, this is the exact opposite experience I had with God of War, is this experience I'm having with Red Dead Redemption 2, Seth. Yeah. Is this game is really neat, but it all, it's got infuriating moments to it. It definitely, it makes you play it so slow sometimes. And, and maybe that's because... A lot of what I've done is tutorial stuff, but the first chapter of the this whole first chapter, I just got done with it, was about a three hour long tutorial where it teaches you like the communication mechanics, the shooting mechanics, you do a little bit of heist stuff, it's you you go hunting, you learn about the food you have to eat, stuff like that. You have to put on your bandana before you go do bad things so people don't recognize you. Like, so it, it's really neat. Like Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, you have to make sure you're wearing the right clothes for the climate you're in mm-hmm. or else you can freeze or get too hot, which is kind of neat. Um, that's one of the mechanics taught. But basically, the whole first two to three hours is very scripted. This is how you have to play the game. And then after that, it is just setting you free and you can do whatever. So I, I'm finally hit that gateway where I can do whatever. Yeah. And then I, I had to stop because I needed to sleep. <laughs> but the so far, my impressions are that it's really cool. 
and I, I'm really loving, and Seth, you would appreciate this, the, the pacing of the music to what's happening in the mission so far is so neat. Mm-hmm. It's it's very well thought out. The The music is very appro- time appropriate, of course. They really went out of their way for, or I mean, I guess not time appropriate, but the Western feel type thing. And it's it's just it swells at the right moments and i mean it's it's very awesome i'm hoping that stays throughout the rest of the game because like i said the first chapter is very scripted mm-hmm. so i don't know if the music allows room for more improv stuff because the first chapter was so scripted so we'll see as the game goes yeah but the the hunting seems really fun the one thing I will say that I, I'm i not that good at, and it, it's going to be a little bit of a barrier to entry for me, is the, the shooting. I'm not very good at the shooting. And it's... I don't know if it's just me or the game mechanic. It could be a little bit of both. I've read some reviews that say the shooting mechanic is really wonky, so that makes me feel a little better. But... I could get better at it as time goes also. So uh but so far Arthur Morgan seems like a cool dude. The I will say there's a character in it, Seth, that will would make you cringe. And I I've uh, on one hand congratulate Rockstar for not going all out like they could have. On the other hand, it's odd that they didn't because they are who they are. But there's a character named Micah who is just the most casually racist person ever yeah and and describes minorities with every word besides the the very uh, irredeemable ones and it's just like it's so odd that they did that and there's only one character like it so i'm really hoping he gets some sort of comeuppance uh later on because it's it's very rough to listen to him be the way he is. So I'm hoping he gets taken out in a, a vicious way. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, I will not feel sad for his death. Um, so it's, it's so far a very neat game. And I, the, the characters I've interacted with so far have felt pretty fleshed out. And I, I'm not going to talk about this game every week because I feel like I'm going to play it as slowly as it's making me. Because I, I have read reviews. If you haven't started the game yet, please make sure you read some things. And because this game gates itself. So if yep. you get to a certain point in the game, you can't do certain stuff. Because... I hate games like that. Yeah, I know. So certain side missions are tied to certain characters in your camp. Mm-hmm. And you could lose those characters in your camp during a mission. Right. Um, so make sure if you are liking a certain side quest, maybe follow through as far as you can with them. <laughs> and then continue the story part. You know, it's it's like Golden Sun. When you get so far, you can't go back to get certain gin. Only and Dark it's... Dawn, though. <laughs> the first two didn't have that problem. I thought they did. They did not. Oh. I don't know why Dark Dawn had that. That was one of the things I didn't like about it. Because yeah. <laughs> if you'll 
remember, <laughs> I played to one of those points of no return and then looked up on the internet uh, where the gin were and realized I um, had missed one that I couldn't go back and get. And so I restarted the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talk about bad checkpointing. Um, I did get halfway through a mission in the story in the first chapter and I I didn't die but one of the crew like one of the people in my gang did mm-hmm. and it made me start all the way at the beginning Ugh. of like all this conversation riding hor- horses through snow like it was just like why why was there not a checkpoint why what were you thinking and so it's just just don't die if you can I don't trust their checkpointing right now, which Rockstar has kind of been famous for having bad checkpointing. Mm-hmm. If you've played any of the other Grand Theft Auto games and stuff like that, um, I'm still playing Pokemon. I am I am much further than I was before, but not as far as I want to be. But I am catching Pokemon and enjoying it still. So there's that. I did get all three of the starters now. So that's good. You get them the same way you do in yellow, where people oh, give yeah. them to you. Cool. So, um, what are you playing, Seth? I have a feeling we know from what game you got on Black Friday, but maybe it's something different. No. Uh, well, first, I, I, I had been playing. I had still been playing The World Ends With You, and I totally finished that. I did like all the the extra stuff that I hadn't, I hadn't done before. And I did the, the special bonus, um, chapter that was only in the final remix. Um, and I gotta say the, you remember, I, I, I feel like this happened while we were doing, uh, the old podcast, but you remember when it came out on, on iOS and there was like this teaser at the end for a, a new game or something. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So that happens at the end of this one too. It's oh like the exact gosh. same image, but the whole the the whole ending of the bonus campaign, it's basically like a lead-in to this hypothetical next game, and it's like it's insane. I I'm I'm going to spoil it right here, the very end of the of the game. So if you don't want to know what happens if you're playing this game, it's highly unlikely, but just skip like a minute ahead. But at the very end, the main character gets killed. He just dies. Like, <laughs> Neku, like, you go through this whole game, and then you get out of it and survive, and then you get sucked back in in this bonus chapter, and then he ends up, like, actually dying. And I was like, what? Wait, what? That's the bonus chapter? Yeah. Like, oh it didn't my It gosh. didn't happen in the regular game. The regular game, it was like a happy ending. Yeah. And, yeah, then, and then the bonus chapter brings it back, and that happens, and I'm like, Wait a minute. That oh can't have been the end, right? That's that's so weirdly absurd. Yeah, it Ugh. it was dumb, but <laughs> I will say that it, it despite how much it befuddled me, it is basically is clearly they are saying this is what the plot of the next game is going to be. If we ever make it. I mean, it makes me think that they do have plans to make another one. Right. Um, I mean, but I feel I feel like they had something like those plans before when they when the the preview image initially came out. But 
So I don't know that when I got to the end, I was like, "What? What in the world?" That's um, <laughs> that's special. Uh, but yeah, so that that was weird. Uh, I and I turned it off and and put it away. Um, I'm I'm actually I, surprised you didn't text me about that. No, usually when stuff like that happens, you you're frustrated <laughs> enough you text me. Yeah, um, I mean, it was it was less frustrated, more just like confused. Like I actually had to I had to go on the internet and I looked up. <laughs> did this actually just happen at the end? And yep, it did. Um, so you know, you live and you learn. Uh, I will say for the the uh, the listeners, if you're playing that game and don't want the ending to be to. If you don't want to ruin that that nice happy ending, then don't play the bonus chapter. I mean, it doesn't really give you much. Like it, it only barely sets up what's going on in in the next hypothetical game. So, you know, it's like an extra two hours. Not really worth it. But so yeah, I took that away once I was finished, um, and I have started on Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, nice. And I gotta say, I, I think I'm like ten hours into the game. Um, it's not grabbing me, honestly. It's, it's. I'm kind of disappointed in it. Um, the game, like visually, it's it's a gorgeous game. Um, the the character models are just, they're so vivid. Um, and and some and it like whenever you're in a cutscene, it like dials up the the graphical detail even though the all the cutscenes are in engine um but yeah it's it's a really good looking game um the the english voice acting is pretty good i i i texted this i I put this in the group chat yesterday but there are these characters i meet i met that one of them um sounds exactly like Lindsay lohan did and the parent trap when she was doing that british accent (laughs) Yeah. Uh it was really funny. Like it 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 sounds exactly like her. It was crazy. Um and she's kind of got a similar personality, which I think is part of the reason I think that. Uh and another one that I also met had like the uh a, a very similar sounding voice to the character Tahani on The Good Place, which is a great show. Um but I don't know. It's I don't know. it's just kind of it's kind of bland, honestly. Um, it's got the, the prototypical silent protagonist, which works in some cases. Um, it does, it's not really doing much for me in this game. Uh, I don't really know what's going on in the story. Um, the world is, like, the world that you move through, it's, you know, it's fine. It's, there's nothing, like, spectacular about it. It, it, it hits all the prototypical, like, JRPG locale beats. Um... The um, the battles are they're they're surprisingly boring, honestly. Um, like they it it seems like they take forever to get through, and and I've gotten to the point where there there is there's a an option that you can set like tactics for your for the for characters to make them computer controlled, basically. And I just like unless I'm fighting a boss, like I've basically put it on auto battle which is right. i mean it's useful for me but i don't think that's 
like a, a it's like damning with faint praise i guess like if if i have to do that in your game i shouldn't like that shouldn't be something that i want to do <laughs> yeah but i don't yeah, really maybe. want to fight any of these lower level monsters just because it's it's not there's nothing engaging about the battles i guess um even the, even with as as graphically good as it is the like there's nothing not there's not even anything flashy enough to to make me interested in it just looking at what happens like i turn it on auto battle and literally look at my phone until i i hear the sound that the the battle's over oh jeez um, yeah so that's not great um the characters they're i don't know they're whatever they're they're you know you they're the characters in every jrpg game um the the music is actually the thing that has most disappointed me uh sadly because you look at a game like this and you would think it 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 sort of it looks like a type of game which would have really good music um and even the the opening cutscene is like this fully orchestrated thing by the uh the tokyo metropolitan orchestra and like they even they they throw up the name on there to let you know that this is who is performing this music um really but i don't know the music it just it it's not very good it it's not bad but it's just not memorable um and there, it seems like there's only like three tracks in the whole game so far there's like a battle theme and an overworld theme and like the town theme and it just wrote it like it doesn't change it doesn't even it doesn't change during cutscenes. um it doesn't like the boss battle and the regular battle music are the same um so i did i did see that on twitter a lot about this game that the town theme is just the same for every town yeah it's which is kind of sad yeah um because usually that's one of the great my great one of the reasons I love these games so much is because they have these these soundtracks that just draw you in. Um, so I don't know. Like I'm I'm not I don't not enjoy it, but it's also I'm not I'm not sure that this is a game I'm gonna make it all the way through, um, especially with this like Smash coming out next week. Um, well, that'll be the that'll be the litmus test. Like I don't have anything else to play right now. So, there's not really any immediate danger of me giving up on this game. But once <laughs> I have something else, we'll see whether I care enough about this game to keep playing. Um, right. I mean, it's kind of, it's honestly kind of a disappointment. I get So, a lot of the stuff thinking about it, it doesn't surprise me. Like I was before we we got on here, I was still playing and I was I had to look for a save spot, um, and you said, like, that's an antiquated system. And it kind of makes sense, along with some of the other stuff that's going on in the game, because Dragon Quest was like the original JRPG. Um, and something like designated spots in, in, in towns where you could save was probably largely uh, an, an initial feature because of the the capabilities of the nes um i mean i assume as much anyway um and there's stuff like you lose half of your money when you die in a battle um which i guess is not uncommon but i feel like i can't remember the last game i played where that happened to you um 
And it's just, like, there's a lot of stuff that seems, like, really old-fashioned. Um, but it also, like, at the same time, it feels... I, I've I've noted... It reminds me a lot of when I played Nino Cooney, the kind of clash of sensibilities between the JRPG and the open-world type games I guess they're trying to adapt. Because it, it feels like it's a lot of open areas that don't really have anything in them. Gotcha. Um, like, I... So I never played Final Fantasy thirteen, but I remember you guys, like, describing it as a hallway simulator, basically. Definitely. Um, just like these... <laughs> it It's like these artificial distances to make it take longer to get from one place to the next. Um, and that's kind of what it feels like. Like, there's no reason that there should be these gigantic open areas uh, because they're not really filled with anything except for, you know, random, not random, but encounterable monsters. Um, and I and I mean, I guess they are there to provide a, a realistic world, but it, there's no, like, function of them. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. That's where I'm at with it. It's not super interesting to me. It's It's really kind of disappointing um but i'm still like i'm trying to get to that i'm hoping that i will get to that point that i will be invested in it which i it's it's a common critique of of games like this that you know people will be like you'll tell someone oh i didn't really like it it didn't interest me and they and someone will say oh you just you have to just give it like 40 hours and then you'll get to the good part <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and that's like that's where i'm at like i'm i'm waiting for that to happen um and i mean hopefully it does cuz i would love for it to be a good game because i spent money on it and i uh would like to be able to say that i spent money on a good game but it is it's it's disappointing especially coming off of like the world ends with you which is uh a very a drastically different uh, RPG. It's almost like barely even in the same genre. But that one from the beginning, it it gives you this unique system that you have to do in a unique world, and it kind of immediately grabs you. It's like, oh, this is an interesting game and and something different than I've than I've played before. This one at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is every game I've ever played before. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. Although I guess next week I would probably still be playing it because Smash does not come out until oh Friday. Uh, yeah, I thought it came out on the sixth. No, Friday makes more not sense. The eighth. Also, yeah. we have the Game Awards on Thursday. That's what I was thinking. Okay. So, um. We might delay an episode for reactions. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. We will. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's kind of a bummer that you feel that way. But, it, I mean, it, it matches some of the stuff I've seen on Twitter. It's very confusing to me, then, that people are desperate to have this game on Switch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I guess Dragon Quest has a, like, gigantic fan base in japan i think a lot of it has to do with the legacy status of it because it's been around for so long and it's just kind of ubiquitous over there right um and so it i think that has translated some 
to the United States where a lot of people like the game just because they've been playing it for a long time. Um, but, like, this is the first one for me. Um, and, you know, it's not hitting that spot. Like, com comparing this to the JRPG that I bought last year on Black Friday, Persona 5, it's it's so it's far and away so much lower in quality than that. Um, I mean, it probably has, besides graphically, like graphics are the are the one place that I could say, yeah, this I guess is technically better. Um, but that that stylistically, Persona Five was whatever it lacked in graphical acumen, it made up for in its sense of style. And this it like has no, this is the blandest game. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm being too hard on it at this point, but I guess there was a reason I was never super interested in the Dragon Quest games. I do want to take a, a quick moment to look um, because of how you've you've said you've felt about this so far. Um, I'm trying to scroll quickly. Was this nominated for Best RPG? I don't believe so. I'm but checking. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, it was. Mm, well, that's how was this with all these? I mean, at the end of the day, um, what was it? I, Xenoblade Chronicles Two ended up. You you played it so long, and you ended up loving it, despite how much it you you said it tried to make you not like it. Yeah, but um, the, it's weird. Like the difference with xenoblade is that like as much as it was like the game was fighting against me at the beginning there were there was stuff in it that like the world intrigued me and a lot of the all, all of the myriad systems that i remember recounting on this podcast intrigued me um right and there was that was a game that did hook me despite how much I did not enjoy playing it at the beginning. Um, so we'll is, see if like we'll the, see if this gets there. Because if if it's good enough to be nominated, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, but I don't know. But I, I like I said, I'm hopeful. But I don't. And I know it's a common thing with with games like this. But I, you shouldn't have to play this much into a game to get into it. Like I feel like I have a good. The amount I've played is a good barometer for what my experience with the rest of the game is going to be, and hopefully, like maybe I'm I'm way off, and I and I get to a point where everything changes, and I and, and I really enjoy the game. Um, but we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we burn it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when we burn it. Um. So with that, we'll do. Um. We'll talk about you guys sharing the episodes. Please share the episodes and subscribe to us if you haven't already. You can listen to us at, on Spotify and any of your favorite podcatchers, SoundCloud, stuff like that. And you can always see the newest episodes at suplexthesticks.com, which is going to be loaded with content and everything by the time you are listening to this episode. I'm so excited. We worked real hard on it. And it's going to be loaded with content. We'll do some blog posts occasionally. And, you know, just try to put out not only episodic content, but some extra content for you guys. Maybe videos. Who knows? 
Um, that's just going to be the home for whatever we think might be fun. And we'll run from there with ideas that you give us or tell us stuff sucks. You know, <laughs> whatever reviews you give. Speaking which, uh, we're going to start doing by the end of the year. If you have done a review for us and written the review, because we can't see if you just gave us stars um, on most of the platforms we have, we will be doing rewards like we will send out stickers. I'm going to be ordering stickers soon. So make sure you are doing the reviews and sharing the episodes and all that good stuff. We appreciate it and we're going to be compensating you in some way. So I'm pretty excited about it. Seth didn't know I was ordering stickers until now. So maybe I did. You might have. Um we we've talked about it before, but I finally found a website that I, I think is gonna be good enough and I'm gonna order some test samples from them to see yeah. if I think they're good enough. Nice test stickers. <laughs> um that and with... nice test stickers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh um if uh, and if you want to know more, go to suplexesticks.com. We worked real hard on it. Please, yeah, you can see so good. You last, can see pictures of our nice test stickers. Last last plug for that. Um, but let's get into the news because there is some fun news this week. Indeed, and including some not fun news. Um, some negative news. Mm. Um, darn. Two two companies really screwed the pooch this past week with gamers one of them is is a lesser i don't i wouldn't say lesser because it was expensive but i guess when fallout 76 bethesda announced that they were going to be releasing the collector's edition with this canvas bag uh, like a canvas survival bag to hold your power armor helmet uh, that you got with the collector's edition Mm-hmm. And, and then when people got their collector's editions, it's this crappy nylon bag that is just, it looks like such bad quality. It looks like something you could have gotten at like the Dollar Tree or something. And the so someone emailed Bethesda, their customer service, and said, hey, this isn't quite what we asked for. And the, basically Bethesda emailed them back and said, well, there was an issue with materials, so we went with this. We hope you're happy with it and the quality of the game. <laughs> Which no one is happy with the quality oh, of the boy. game for the most part. And nope. I would be very mad if I bought a, I think this was a $200 collector's edition, and got this helmet and a crappy Dollar Tree workout bag that... I don't know. I I haven't been burned by too many collector's editions, but whew, this one seems rough. Yeah, not a great look. Yeah, especially when it's, you know, there's not a great game to back up like a, at least I've yeah. got this great game that I love. Yeah. Uh, um, there's, there's infamously, uh, I don't know if you saw it, I shared it on Facebook, but the video of the guy tearing apart a GameStop because he couldn't return it. I did see that. So I will say, you know, with the this the bag would make because of how crappy it is, it would make a great trash bag to put the game in as you throw it in the dump. <laughs> yeah. 
because you can't really return it. And I can guarantee you that the trade value is probably pretty low already on it. So pretty, pretty, pretty low. Yeah, Bethesda is desperately. It's one of those games. So it was on. I'm telling you because we looked at all the Black Friday ads. It was on none of the Black Friday ads. And yet it was on sale for 35 to $40 at each of the places we went. Because I'm pretty sure Bethesda at this point is just trying to get people to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's rough. So if you bought it for $60 about two weeks ago, you really got boned. Because it was already on sale for half off on Black Friday and yeah. Cyber Monday. And then the other company in vaguely hot water with some people. A lot of people were mad on Twitter about this, including myself. But uh, Amazon promised a new Kingdom Hearts trailer on Cyber Monday. and Well, then... okay, so I don't know. I'm trying to think if they actually promised. They, 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 it was said, it was something like, join us on, on our black, on our Cyber Monday stream for, like, information about Kingdom Hearts or something. I don't know, like, but I I remember you telling me that there was going to be a new trailer, I, but I don't remember, like, I don't remember seeing it anywhere, so I'm trying to, I, I feel like it might have just been assumed by people. Okay, I'm pulling up the tweet now, because I, trust me, I, I went back and read, because they apologized also. They posted an apology tweet. Um, which maybe they took down their initial tweet. Oh, they did. That's so dirty. So they posted an apology tweet um, that said specifically, I'm I know this is thrilling air. Um, Apologies, the Kingdom Hearts 3 video featuring our awesome new exclusive DLC has been consumed by Heartless and not available. Learn what the DLC is, how to get it, and score a Twitch Prime bonus on Monday. Because they said there's going to be a new trailer featuring their DLC and explaining DLC. And then there was zero trailer. I, well, I guess, actually, they, I guess we're technically right. Um, because they did end up showing a short version of the Together trailer that at the end had a... A little tag that said that it was just like an image that said if you pre-order it on Amazon, you get this one keyblade. Yeah. But yeah, that was a nothing about DLC there, or I don't know. It was it was weird because I I remember I didn't I remember on Monday early I checked because uh, I didn't know what time it was gonna be, um, and then when I saw. I, it was supposed to be at one, one Pacific, and then I kind of forgot about it. And then I saw I, but I remember. I remember I thought it was weird that my timeline did not have my Twitter timeline did not have a bunch of like retweets of the new Kingdom Hearts stuff as it usually does when a new trailer drops. And then I went and looked and saw oh, this was what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a definite misstep. Yeah. People are not happy. <laughs> so I'm betting there will probably be a new trailer at the Game Awards. I could see that. Um, but apparently there was something Nomura said or K 
Kingdom Hearts Insider on Twitter was posting that there's going to be one more trailer and then a final trailer. Which, at this point, there just needs to be one more trailer. Maybe no more trailers. We've seen a lot of this game already. And I want there to be some surprises. I could have dealt with the pirate ship combat being a surprise. Um, that would have kind of blown my mind if I had found that out endgame. Realistically. Yeah, I mean, that would have been insane. But, you know, I guess... Yeah, you want some of that crazy stuff to be held out. But at the same time, it makes for a kind of insane um, reveal in a trailer. Right, right. So I'm I don't know. Um, so let's transition into our other source of news. Um, starting with, so Jeff Cayley tweeted this earlier today, and I, I actually had forgotten about this until he tweeted it, um, that today is when they start transitioning into like Game of the Game Awards World Premiere Land, and uh, that there's a lot of games that no one's going to be talking about at all until the show, and they put all eyes on you, Walmart Canada, because I <laughs> I forgot about Walmart Canada spoiling almost all the announcements last year. Yeah, um, that was funny. Which was funny. Uh, so they they probably do have some really cool stuff, including some things that might have leaked already. So the one thing that didn't leak was that Obsidian's new game is going to be announced at yep. the Game Awards. Which yeah, they, looks... they, they threw up a, a countdown on their website that lines up with when the Game Awards are. Mm-hmm. And it has some, like, steampunk space stuff looking. Yep. Like a gun. and So we'll see. It's going to be an RPG, apparently. And I don't know if this game will be multi-platform because who knows how long the deal was, who long, how long the deal was for Microsoft to acquire them and if Microsoft has say over that right now. Yeah. So that could be really interesting. Uh, could be an, a nice Xbox exclusive for that day. Um, and then we got... I know Seth is steadfast that this game is never going to exist. But via Game System Requirements, which is a website that details uh, exactly that, uh, <laughs> the, the, which this happened last year for another game that was... An, it was uh, Devil May Cry 5. It happened a month before Devil May Cry 5. Mm -hmm. But Superman World's Finest showed up on there. Mm. Um, and there was a rumor that Rocksteady's new game will be showing up at this game awards. How so, mad are you going to be when it's not a Rocksteady Superman? Like it's just some other, some other companies making Superman and it's not Rocksteady. I wouldn't be mad. I would want it to be a good game still. I, I think you would be mad. I, so the thing is, is Superman World's Finest is a storyline that involves Superman and Batman. Mm -hmm. So it, it could easily be Rocksteady working on a game with those two characters. So we'll see. I'm still holding out hope, Seth. Still. I still maintain that that game's not ever going to happen. And then apparently there's 
been a lot of rumors about a new Alien game coming. Ah. Called Alien Blackout. Interesting. Which the last Alien game was good. I some a lot of people liked it. Yeah, it was a I, horror game. I forget what the uh, what the the c- consensus on that one was. Yeah, I know. I know. I had a lot of friends that liked it, so I don't know if it was good or not, though. But yeah, it's it's exciting. They have eleven in total. Uh, they said, and probably more because they can lie. The the other rumored announcement, and I wanted to get into this a little bit with Seth, is that there's going to be a Skyward Sword HD announcement. Well, interesting you would say that because just today, uh, a Nintendo spokesperson talked to Eurogamer and said, at this time, there are no plans to release Skyward Sword on Switch, which technically it doesn't mean anything. But Yeah, they've uh, lied before. Um, but I mean, I, I feel like usually when they say that they're, I don't, they, they don't lie about that stuff. Um, because, you know, they say at this time there are no plans. So that just means like tomorrow those plans could change, I guess. But I guess at, at some Zelda concert, uh, AJ Ionuma, he hinted about, um, an HD remaster of Skyward Sword. For the Switch, which a lot of people got excited about. Um, I mean, I would be excited by it. If the way... I, I'm trying to... I was going to say, would you? I mean, it look, I don't it, remember that game being any good. I don't know. I, well, that I think it has aged as a controversial game. Um, but when it, it, if you go back and look at reviews, it's like mostly 9s and 10s. Um, and then I think as we got farther away from it, people just started to see the flaws of it. I never played the game. I was super excited about it when it was coming out, and then I never ended up playing it because I didn't want to also have to buy the Motion Plus. Um, so I'd be excited to be able to play it because I because it was a game I really wanted to play um, back then. I don't know that it'll be there. Like I, I'm, I can't decide whether I think the the Nintendo statement makes me think it's more or less likely to show up um right but i'm gonna i'm leaning on that it will not show up so but i do think nintendo's gonna have something to announce or at least something to debut so let's talk about that then what do you think and let we can do one non-nintendo one nintendo what do you think is going to be announced at the game awards then i don't really have any inkling about what's going to be announced um because, like, the stuff they showed last year was all outside of... Despite the the Walmart Canada leak, the stuff that was actually in the leak was, you know, I think a lot of it was surprising and not stuff that I would have called. Um, so I don't know. I don't really have any idea what, what it could be. Uh, like, people have long thought that because of the timing of when it is... Um, that they'll unveil, like, the first Smash DLC character. Um, I don't know. I, I, I have thought that for a while. I don't know that they will, though, because I don't know, like, how much work will have been done. Um, but if they've got, you know, they could, they could throw something, something together, probably. Um, but, uh, so I don't know. 
What do you think? Let's see. I'm hoping that we will get an announcement as to what Square is working on for Nintendo again, like the next one. Yeah. Cuz they are making another game. Of course, they've I think they have like multiple irons in the fire there. And I think that we'll see Bayonetta 3 which is where it was announced. Right, yeah, that was, that where would it was make announced sense. last year. I want my my deepest desire is that I want to see Retro's new game, whatever that's going to be. Yeah. The uh, I don't Star know Fox if Nintendo's going to bring any heavy hitters like that to this, but we will see. It... Yeah, some people have. Uh, speculated that maybe Metroid Prime 4 will get a trailer. I don't know. It's hard It's hard to tell. Like, they showed Bayonetta 3. showed up. Well, they didn't show it off. They unveiled it. And I'm trying to remember. I don't think there were any other huge Nintendo announcements. Oh, there was. That was when they dropped. They announced that the Zelda DLC was coming out that night. And you got the motorcycle. That's true. That's true. Um, but I, that so I don't big. know. Like, that's but that's hard to go off like predicting what they could be because they don't really have, they don't really have games that are scheduled to get DLC soon, um, unless they had a surprise drop of like new Mar uh, new Odyssey DLC, which would kind of make kind of sense because when going back a few weeks ago when the the president said that they need to focus on making like continual continual support for their their big games. Um, Maybe new like new Mario Kart tracks. I could see that. Um, but I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. All all that we know is that like Reggie is going to be in attendance, so Nintendo is going to have something that they're showing off. Right. Um, whether it's a debut of a brand like it's hard for me to think that a brand new first party game would debut there. Uh, we can always hope for a weird shadow drop of Metroid Prime HD trilogy. Yeah, I mean that would be bananas. Uh and but I feel like it would have to be something like that where cuz I, I just don't see them announcing a, a a brand new first party Nintendo game unless it's something like what Retro is working on. I think it would have to be a third party exclusive or a DLC of some kind or something like Metroid Prime remake, like a remake of something. Um So yeah, uh, the other thing I, I did look up what I looked up that Walmart leak. Um, one of the things that it had leaked but never showed up was Borderlands Three. So, uh, oh man, maybe, Don't. maybe, Don't. probably not, but maybe. Do you know? As much as I want the Superman game to happen, I want Borderlands Three to happen more. And I, I skimmed over seeing people say that they want Borderlands 3 announced because I didn't want to think about it. Yeah. Because I... And I know that some people will say that that franchise is sticky and, you know, they're... You know, the dubstep and everything, but I love that franchise so much. Oh, yeah. I... Uh, man. Uh, if, if Borderlands 3 happens... Uh, or, like, there's an announcement for it. I will lose my mind. I mean, we know it's going to happen eventually. Like, they have... Every once in a while, they've showed off stuff that... Like, that they're working on it. Um, 
it did not it has not seemed like in the past from the stuff they've shown that it is any close to resembling an actual game um but like i said it's a long shot but maybe so yeah i'm also hoping for the superman game which seth says is never gonna happen it's never gonna happen um superman has too many powers to make a game out of (laughs) we don't need to get into this now (laughs) i'm just saying like people want people they saw rocksteady make these great batman games but that gameplay does not trans it does not work with superman who could destroy any of those guys in one punch and who could like just blast through all of the the places that batman had to hide so he didn't get shot at yeah it's it it's not a one-to-one translation even though some people think it is let's let's talk about something that is is consistent it's old faithful really and that's destiny 2 because mm. they had their reveal stream for the black armory they did yesterday or tuesday their vidoc um it comes out on december 4th and they also detailed out the other uh dlcs yeah they they released their whole roadmap for going into um, june yeah into oh i thought it was into august Oh, yeah, August. Sorry, June's when the third one begins. My yeah. bad. For both their free and premium content, which is kind of cool. there's a lot of free content in there. Yeah, there's a lot of free stuff. There's also, surprisingly, a lot of, of the DLC stuff. It's, well, sort of. I don't think that we're... It didn't look like we're getting any, like, new zones. But outside of that, there's a lot of stuff coming. So there's no new zones, like you said. But there are going to be some missions, like exotic quests, stuff like that. There's going to be, and they specifically changed their wording. So when they initially announced this season pass, Seth, they used the words raid lair. Yeah. Which we always kind of assumed was, well, we not assumed, we always related that to the raid layers for the initial raid. Yeah. As smaller experiences based off of the raid. Right. Now they have changed the wording to full on raid. And Yeah, and if you look at like the I actually got really excited by the the image that they showed off to preview the raid. Like it was just one still image, but it's like of this metropolitan Earth city. Yeah, no, you're, uh, you're I don't know that it's going to be on Earth, so it might it could be on one of the other planets, but it looked like a like a like you're going to be going like into an an urban environment, which I which I was like, oh okay, that that has my interest. That's different than anything we've gotten so far. Yeah, the the raid is going to be called Scourge of the Past, and it's going to be set on Earth in the city. Yeah, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, um, the we've been wanting to go into the city for so long. The Lost Forges are the new co-op activity that are coming with this. It seems mm-hmm. like it's a blind well type of thing. But at the end, you get a weapon that the forge is working on while you're defending it. And right. so it, it seems really cool. I'm excited about that. Um, of course, all the big events are coming this year. The Dawning and Crimson Days are coming back and Iron Banner. And they're adding a whole nother raid in June. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. crazy. And there's um, there's gonna be tons of stuff in between then and now. I'll say I will not be surprised if because of the timeline 
like the amount of time between these quote unquote raids if they are smaller experiences that's possible i i don't know though because they they did specifically change the wording from raid layer yeah but i mean just just the the fact that it's in a in, in a new locale i think even if it's smaller because it's it's bound to be smaller than um last wish because that was their largest raid that they've ever done um so it's bound to be smaller than that but just just the fact that it's in a brand new location i think means it's going to provide a a a large enough experience right and and it's cool the second one is called joker's wild and that's going to add some stuff to gambit and a couple other activities which will be fun because gambit is super good it's one of the things that keeps me coming back to destiny consistently and really oddly enough i what ended up leading to me trading in call of duty has been destiny because i i didn't have time for another multiplayer game and i never enjoyed call of duty as much as i enjoyed destiny's multiplayer yeah so even though it was similar it still was not as enjoyable and you know this game is something that me and Seth have loved for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's I'm excited to see what they, they get up to because the they also say specifically in the, the Vidoc that they are excited that everyone was finding the secrets in the Dreaming City and how excited they were to keep adding more. So there's definitely yeah. going to be stuff that's going to be transforming this game for the the time being mm-hmm. pretty cool and that they said that this is mostly end game focused stuff they 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 decided that with this dlc they did not want to focus on story content but end game content and mm-hmm. uh, i'm all about that so because we're in the end game at least i mean i if you just like the avengers yeah uh that could that would be a, a solid title for the last one, maybe. They've already said that's not what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's a good name though. Um, it'll be called Avengers Four. What's your play? Um, <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> um, but real quick news before we close out. Um, by the way, they did not name the last of the three DLCs, so yeah, it's, it's gonna be secret redacted, and so are the two extra modes coming with it. So. Uh, it'll probably you know what it's gonna be the old raids it has to be i doubt it it has to be at least it it has to be i I could see it being some like the old content but i don't think like they did that they just did that like two years ago they redid all the raids for um whatever that thing was at the end of destiny one but i don't think they're gonna bring them back one can hope so, the the games with gold coming up are Dragon Age 2, Cube 2, Never Alone, and Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, and the PlayStation... Mercenaries is awesome. What? Mercenaries is awesome. I never played it, so now's my chance, I suppose. Mercenaries 2 was better, but I don't really remember the first one. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for the PS4 are Soma and Onrush. Yeah. Which Onrush looks neat. Soma is a scary game, so I probably won't play it. There is one thing, David, that we have not talked about. Oh, what's that? 
Um, uh, there was a another Smash leak, um, and a, a different one this time because the actual entire game got released on the internet. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and people have been playing it and uploading videos and music and stuff from it on YouTube and things. Uh, and it's kind of insane. Like the whole game, two weeks before it launches, is out there in the ether. If you pirates want to go look for it, um. I have mostly tried to not look at this stuff. I did end up listening to uh, one of the tracks, which was a a remix version of a song from Fire Emblem Four, which I you probably know that I really enjoy um, from from the old Super Nintendo. Um, but yeah, that's kind of kind of crazy. And and in the days since, Nintendo has been going after these people and getting them kicked off the internet and sent to jail. I don't know about sent to jail, but sent certainly the, taking the videos sent down. the internet jail at least. Yeah. So kind of crazy. Yeah, it got leaked, and all the story trailers got leaked, and yep, all the bosses and stuff like that. So it's crazy. I mean, I I I watched the cutscenes. You um, did? Yeah. Mainly because I saw. I mean, maybe I didn't see the real cutscenes. But I did see someone on Twitter say they weren't all that spectacular. And then I was like, well, I got to see them. And <laughs> I'm hoping that they weren't the real ones, to be honest. Because it wasn't nothing special. But, you know, I don't play Smash for the story modes. I play it for fighting you my You play friends. it to get whooped by me. <sighs> you know, as true as Which that you is... Will. Which you will. Which you will. Uh... As true as that Man, is. it's going to be so great. Smash comes out, like, the day after my last class, my last final, so I'm going to be free and clear. Are you uh, Are you going to come down and play? Or come yeah, up and play? Yeah, probably. I might, I might do something. All right. Certainly, I'll find a way to beat you as fast as possible. Yeah, that is, uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm excited to, to play this game, man. I'm yeah, really me too. I'm excited. As disappointed as I also am with it, I'm still excited. Yeah. Because it's Smash, man. How are you not going to be excited? Exactly. This happens once every, like, seven years. <laughs> and oddly enough, in this instance, once uh, after, like, two or three years. So. Yeah. Um, but with that, we appreciate you listening. Um, you know, thanks for sticking it out through us and listening to us talk about Smash every week. Uh, that probably won't stop for a little bit because the game it is won't. coming out next Friday. Yep. So. We will, of course, do a video game awards recap, whether or not it is on the day of or the week after. But make sure to follow us on Twitter because we do like to post our hot takes there sometimes during big events like that. And uh, make sure to interact with us and let us know what you think of the episode. We appreciate all the feedback we get. And we will regard it, possibly. So Do it. With that, we bid you adieu. Bye. Goodbye.